Episode for y'all, <laughs> Cliff in the building, Alyssa, Rod here. <laughs> you already know we back. Uh, our last episode, fantastic conversation about uh, P Diddy's documentary. Uh, this time we're gonna switch it up a little bit, kind of go with the definitely goes hand in hand though. It it does. Uh, uh, not really. Motivation to this, All right, working so hard. Correct me if I'm wrong here. We're gonna go with the sociological type topic correct is that how you say that um but what are you trying to say that we're gonna talk about like millennials and how right and i think that goes hand in hand with diddy's documentary because i don't we'll get into i'll just bring that up later certain aspects let's let's, let's bring up the topic. certain aspects but yeah so today we're going to talk about um this idea of being a millennial what it kind of means to us we're going to talk about some of the different stereotypes as millennials that we kind of get. And overall, there's a couple interesting articles that we've been reading, um, basically talking about millennials' perspective on like going out when you think about like going to a club and stuff like that and how that's different. Um, and also, we just kind of want to talk about just overall what um, our like aspirations are as millennials and how much of a shift it is. Um, talking about like, education and jobs and how it weighs like you know settling down with families and stuff like that is that a is that a good way to kind of overarch it uh i i guess we can go into those topics yeah. it kind of sparked from two posts that we saw yeah um so i got them here so the first one was uh, it's crazy because i sent one then you sent one or you sent one then i sent, sent it i saw one and then I sent it, but and you're like, wow, I just saw this. Yeah, it was, it was wild. So the first post that AD sent um, was posted by Vice um, on Instagram, and it was, Millennials have discovered going out sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she sent that, I'm like, damn, it's kind of crazy. And I saw a post um, posted by Times, and it was, Millennials want jobs and education and not marriage and kids. Um, and what really sparked my interest was, a comment on that was from uh, her IG is Kelly Blouse, who's uh, she's this nineteen year old poet. Um, she actually has a book out. It's called uh, "Tales of My Former Self." You can check it on Amazon. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's kind of fire. And uh, she she commented, alternate headline: "Y'all fucked up the economy so bad that we can't focus on marriage and kids because we're struggling to afford to live." And immediately that sparked a conversation <laughs> in our group chat. And we like, uh, let's pause this and save it for the podcast. So, it was funny because when AD sent the link, she was like, this is going to be the next episode. <laughs> right. So get familiar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's kind of where it sparked um, the topic for today. Um, and we can kind of brush up on what Cliff was saying, you know, being millennials, what that means for us. And kind of, I guess... Relative to us, we live in Boston, which is a pretty expensive city. Um, 
So Pretty it's, expensive? Yeah. It's $163 for a monthly train pass. Yeah. Like, that's just disgusting. And that's not even the last zone. That's, that's a middle zone. Right. Fuck, man. So I guess we can kind of go right into it, right? Yeah. I want to start off on the social aspect. So the, the post that you sent, AD, going out sucks. Yeah. The it, So it was like turned into a meme. Right. And it was like, I got to pay to get in, pay for gas, pay for drinks, pay for food, and have to work in the morning, keep it. Right. And I'm like, that is how I think every time I go out. I mean, I guess it's a lot different for a female. Like, I'll never forget when I was going. A lot different or very okay, different? That's the same thing. It's very different. Like, I, was, I remember when I was going to Miami, and Nelson was like, yo, you pay like $50 to like pay and I'll spend like three grand. And I'm like, guys, do that. And then I even brought up how when we go out, like, you guys still pay for me and I'm not your girlfriend. Like, you guys suck. That sucks for you. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, just to be very clear here, all right, um, I am all about, like, when we all go out, like, paying for you and stuff like that, just from... How like you're a, raised. Like a, yeah, just Chivalry like a culture. exists. A it cultural does. standpoint. AD is the homie. <laughs> So, obviously, we're not going to be like, yeah, split this three ways. Like, if me and Cliff got it, we got it. I, and I always that. got it. You feel me? But that just. <laughs> I get it. I get but I'm just. My main point is, it's. I get it more of a guy perspective because you guys always do have to pay for more. Like, if I go out, like I said, if I go to Miami, I don't always have to pay to get in. Right. I don't have to pay for food. Well, food's like the only thing I do pay for. Right. Or if I want to get a bottle by myself. Right. I mean, and if I go out in Boston, I mean, they ain't letting anyone in for free. Right. But, so like, drinks is very easy. Facts, man. You just say hi, hey, have a conversation, yeah. see you later, got my drink, and Legit. I'm done. It's, it's so hard. And I feel like nowadays where the, the going out scene has shifted to these day parties, right? It's like day parties brunches. and lounges and brunches. Yeah. It's like we could just play pay a flat fee of whatever, eat, chill during the day, and still have the night to recover to go to work tomorrow. Because, you know, Sunday night, you imagine, oh, it's the latest night, right? All right, let's 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 see. Let's fill up our tank for 20 bucks, right? If if we can, right? Or even if it's half, let's put some gas. We're going to pay another $20. <laughs> to 20, 20 to $30 to park our car, depending on where you park your car right, in the city. Right, because the one across from Candy Bar is 28 Right. The one across from the is W it really? is 22 Dude. I paid Fuck. 34 the other day to park across the street from my job. Yeah, Don, are you serious? Oh, below my job is at least 40 a day. Yeah, that's OD, It's disgusting, bro. right? So now we're thinking, all right, now I need to get in. You're paying 20 to 30 depending on what night and who might be there. Facts. You're going to be in that club for, we're going to pull up at like midnight. We're going to be there for like an hour and a half, really. 11, Maybe 11 if you're trying to get there early when there's nobody you're there. You're spending max two hours wherever you are. Easily, right? And then at the bar, we're going to, if we're being cheap, maybe $70. Yes. If you're by yourself. Not including, if, and it's so funny. Wait, we're spending 70 at the bar? By yourself. If the you w? go, If you go by yourself. You're spending 60 bucks on three drinks. No, no, no. I agree. I just didn't know. If no, I'm is. saying like even if you're trying to save money and you like buy a bottle before, it's like you still spent money for the bottle. Right. Like you're The not money's like, going somewhere. Yeah. Then, but it's always an epic fail. Like, hey, let's just get drunk before. Then now, you we're spend still, more money. We're still drinking at the bar. Like, And you end up spending more because you're drunk. So you're like, 
whatever. Right. I got and it. And then you know what's crazy too? I don't know about y'all, but it's like it, pre-gaming, you know, back in the day was fire in college. That was but the it's thing like, to do. But the thing is, it it was kind of scary because it's like you got folded at the pregame. You were still drinking at the bar, and now you're in this drunk like, oh, I'm too waved. Right. <laughs> How am I getting home? Then, like, I feel like I didn't go to bars. It was always like we're going to a party. Right. So people were just like, oh, ding at the yeah. pregame. Yo, forcing it. Like, I you're stumbling never, out the I crib. I could never do that ever again. It's just unreal, especially for Boston. Like, we've been to a few other cities. You know, we're not, it's not the most, it's not the priciest city, but it is pretty pricey for what we're getting. You know, like, and I feel like. And sometimes it'd be whack when you up in them clubs. That's man. the thing. I it's whack it. as fuck. It's, it's really not the scene for us either. Like, it's like us as in thing. minorities, right? There are what? One or two clubs that you could really go to every night. You know who's going to be there. It's a small city already. So you know you're going to run into at least three people. You're going to go between... You already know the music lineup at this point. Right. Like, we're going to listen to the radio at the club, essentially. <laughs> Facts. You know? Facts. If you go with your lady, you're good. If not, you know, some of the ladies out here be a little bougie. Oh, don't touch me. Oh, don't do this. Oh, no, I don't need it. Da, da, da. And you're like, That's all right. Me. Now you're catching L's. You just spent like $200 just to come here to catch an L. And you're going to go home at 3 o'clock in the morning. And that's only if you get food because the clubs close up at like 1.45 here. Lights are on at 1.30. Right. (laughs) And now you got to go back home and get up at 6 a.m. to go to work. That will never happen. I'm never doing that. And it's crazy because you're only looking at it from... Just the going out Just you, like one one person going out. Now imagine you going out with you and your lady. Right. All that is basically <laughs> well, like from inside the club and on is doubled. Right. Damn. You paying for everything. Like think about it like this, bro. Nowadays, dinner and a movie, oh. dinner with like uh, dinner a movie and like accessories like popcorn and shit, well over two hundred dollars now. Easily. That's insane. Easily good. Well over two hundred dollars. Last night we went to go see Detroit. Shout out Marquise. Factual. Yeah. For his amazing Keys. role, what's his IG? On, on rising star one, rising star, <laughs> rising underscore star one, rising underscore star. No one, one. knows. I'm gonna get Keys' actual IG name. We'll go ahead. Shout out Keys, that's my guy right there. Um, but yes, yeah, so we went to the you know to go see Detroit. Yo, ticket was thirteen twenty five. Yo, tickets yeah. used to be like fourteen twenty five. Four chicken tenders, seven bucks, seven fifty. Two slices of pizza, ten twenty five. Yo, yeah. mad bread. That's... Like you know what I mean. And if you're trying to go on a date, you know the girl's gonna see. Oh, he got money. So <laughs> I want the Reese's. I want the yeah. I want the I don't popcorn even with the extra go to the butter. Movies on a first date, like y'all ain't talking, y'all ain't doing nothing. Like why are we going to the movies? It's a Save classic. Your... It's a classic. It's a little classic. casual. That's like a third date thing. Yeah, but I just want to say Keith's IG name is the underscore rising star underscore seven. You already know. Shout out Keith. No, I hate that IG name, but I um, love Keith. He's the right star. <laughs> How you gonna shout him and say I hate that IG name? <laughs> I, I still love him though. That's my guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, well over two hundred dollars, and it just sucks. And if you're a dude and you're trying to find a little something, something at the club, even worse, man, because you're gonna be spending for a, a lot. And and you don't even know if it's guaranteed. Shorties would just talk to you to have that. You pay for their drink. Their friends drink and they be like, oh, I'll be right back. And you don't see them the whole night. That is crazy that you brought it up. I will never forget. I was in college <laughs> and I had a conversation with my female friend. And her and her friends all went to Atlanta. And it was me and 
shout out Teddy, that's my main guy. So we were talking, we were like, yo, how was Atlanta? This is like, yeah, it was lit. And I was like, yo, I was looking at y'all snap. Like, y'all was up in VIP with like some dudes. She was like, yeah, like, what's up? I was like, damn, like, y'all was popping bottles. She's like, yeah, he just bought us mad drinks, this and this. So I'm joking, like, oh, did he bag? Like, nah, I slid off afterwards. <laughs> wow. Like, women are cool with that. Like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll stand by your side. You can, you know, put your arm around me, buy me mad drinks. And you already know when the bill comes, it's a lot of money. Mm. And then I'm off. <laughs> like, then I'm going to go be a student the next day. <laughs> that brings up my point when I saw this, like, article on Vice was I feel like that even is kind of, going off track a little bit but i feel like that kind of got rid of dating like uh, now agree. people don't date anymore because no one wants to spend that money no one wants to take the time to court the woman because of the money because of the affording to live is so bad it's like damn i don't want to date anybody because i can't even afford myself and specifically in boston i feel like we're we're too caught up in trying to do too much at once yeah like what do you mean you are right, you meet a you meet a lady right all right let's go out on a date like ad said oh we're like movies are really played out we're not kids anymore what are we going to do and i feel like it's either we're going to go out for drinks and talk and you, you like all right we're not going to go to drinks in rockton all right let's go to boston cool right. we'll go to boston now i'm going to spend mad Extra. money and it's it's Parking. almost not as convenient. I think like we overcomplicate dating a little bit. Just to touch yeah. on, I feel like we overcomplicate it too much. Like, let's meet and walk down here and just have a conversation. Free. Like, like, right. There's a lot of other things that, people, but it's out here. It's it's this this par that's been set of you got to go all the way out. You got to go not, to Del Frisco's. Right. And like. you know, spend fifty dollars on a steak ahead. You know, now it's just unreal. And that's another good point is there aren't, like, casual places to kind of chill and eat. If you're if you're trying to avoid, like, a pub, right? Yeah. I'll, if you're in the city, where else are you going to go? That's it's true. It's a four- or five-star restaurant, and then... Yeah, that's true. That's really it, right? Like, we can't all just... Not that we can't, but maybe I don't want to eat at Legal's today. And you just want to I love Legal's. <laughs> you just want to Like, chill. this one over here loves Legal's, and it's like... I'm bougie. All right, where else I'm we bad gonna, and bougie. Like, all right, we're gonna go to Legals. <laughs> nah, let's go to Atlantic Fish. Just as pricey. It's like I don't know <laughs> what we can do to get some. If good we're gonna spend food. money, I'm gonna give us the quality. I mean, sometimes you know, for certain people, you got champagne taste, but beer money. Right. Sometimes you gotta just right. understand. That. And I love, I love that bar cliff. You gotta be able to just understand that and recognize that. It's tough. Um, yeah, and. To play both sides of the field, I think as men nowadays, especially in Boston, like the thing to do is to flash how much cash you have. Not like physically, but like when you get and I've been victim of it myself. If I'm getting the table with my guys, you know I mean, I want to post on Snap, yo, the bottles, X, Y, Z. I'm sure there's a couple people that's, you know, been on Snap, like showing the bottles and everything. And some of the women like like that environment, like. Oh, they're spending mad money on drinks. I'm I'm up in here, X, Y, Z. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of interesting. But overall, I think the common theme here is it's expensive as fuck to go out in Boston. Legit. It is. That's just not worth it. It is. And, and, but that's why I kind of like how the brunch scene is kind of coming up a little bit more in Boston. It's, I feel like it came and left. I feel like it's still here. Wait, what happened to Vanderbilt? It's still around. Oh, God. Yeah, I feel like it's still here. And But, like, other cities are a lot are far more ahead of us. They've been on that know? brunch scene. And again, like, we don't have the 
privileged to be around people like us, like minorities. You know, there's not really a big scene for us, really. You know, if you go down to Houston, I'm sure there's a lot of things that you can do, you know, just go it out and eat. Feel the same and you know what's crazy, man? Right. The weather permits it. That's also, weather, that's also a good point. The weather permits it. It's like, actually a great point. It's also it's, a good point. It's all, it's, it, whether it's sunshine or cloudy, it's still a nice weather to be like, all right, let's, let's go step out. Right. X, Y, Z. And that's why I, I like, I love Boston in the summer because everyone's on the same mindset. Like, we only got a really like a month and a half of this. Let's fully take advantage. But it's and annoying. You can't even save. It's, that's that's a thing. You can't save in the but summer. But it's annoying because when you try to go to Seaport, you can't, no parking. Right. Everywhere, everywhere's packed. Easy. It's Easy. almost as if everyone's like, well, I'm going to be here at 9 a.m. even right. though it opened at Yo, 1. Yo, when I went a couple weeks ago, it was like everyone was thinking the same mentality. Legit. And it was like 4 o'clock. I'm like, Legit. y'all all at Seaport right now? It's crazy. Factual. It's Walked crazy. a mile just to go. You have to go. That's facts. That's facts. Um, but just shifting gears a little bit, um, talking about how our mindset is changing when, it, when you think about socializing. Um, in the article, uh, in the Time Magazine article, there's a couple pieces where it talks about um, how obviously nowadays social media and the internet plays a big factor. More people are streaming things. More people are more inclined to stay in, you know, watch TV and stuff rather than just going out and socializing. Uh, things of that nature. Netflix and chill <laughs> is, you know, a common thing nowadays, whether you partake in that or not judgment-free zone here <laughs> um but i think that's also another thing to to play out i'm going to be open and honest and say, i mean even though i'm a full-blown millennial i do miss those days where you know as a kid you were excited to leave school and the first thing you were going to do is go outside because you knew you and all your friends were chilling around the corner for hours on end you know what i mean like i kind of miss that um and it it sucks because like when I look at like my youngest siblings like Jonathan and Gabby, for them it's just like they arguing over the TV for seven hours. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas me and you, Rod, we was what like riding bikes for seven hours. Yeah, I agree and disagree though. I mean, I put it like this, right? Johnny, our little brother, is eighteen. He's getting ready to go to college, and we're harping on him to save money for, to get ready for school and so for him he enjoys being in front of a television and playing video games so that's his that's the way he passes his time but if he's not doing that he's working yeah that's true you know and it's like he has to work because we're not gonna all be able to afford all of his school loans and expenses and things like that and it kind of goes back to this like he don't, like, John's a very conservative guy. He, he doesn't really eat out a lot. Very conservative? Yeah. Or? He's cheap. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he's cheap. <laughs> Shout out Johnny. We love Johnny. Uh, you know, but he's he's a very cheap kid, but it's crazy how he's picked up on it so quick, so young. Like, for us, when we used to just chill out, we used to go to the movies every weekend because it was like $5 to get a ticket. It was nothing. Exactly. You know, and, and money was cool. So it was just like, the money came whatever. in. The money left as fast as it came right. to us. So now it's like, damn, John got to pay $15 for himself to go to the movies. Shit. You know, and he's 18. It's just, it's it's tough, man. Like, it's, it's hard to actually want to be out 
That's why we kind of have that. to. We almost, we almost have to just chill inside. Yeah, and I, I think another piece, and like for him, like when I talk to him all the time, yo, why don't you go out and do the X, Y, Z? Like his whole mindset is, is besides the fact that he's cheap, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't say that without laughing. Um, but his whole thing is, is like if I do go out, it has to be good, right? Kind of like us too. Like when we're like, fuck, man. Like what is it like? Cure thirty five for the cover tonight. Right. <laughs> Like that shit better be worth it, right? Like, and then we get it. It's like that us shit. three and all of our friends that Yo, we are. And they have a line out the like block. And that shit is ass. So you're like, God damn, like, such a waste. You know what I mean? But so to kind of lead into the other post, you know, millennials want jobs and education, not marriage and kids. Like it's already crazy expensive to just be out. Why do I, I want to get married? And why do I want kids? You know it's what? It's like, yo. I'm going to take it a step further. Diapers are $45. That's mad. A pack? Yeah. yeah. And you know when they newborn. For, the, for the big joints? Bro, $45, dollars my kid. That's four seconds at out of the BJ's. That's at BJ's. So that, Yeah, but that pack has to be OD big. It's, it's the BJ's. Big, it's the big joints, but kids go through them things. Facts. I'm about to start making my own type of diaper, I'm going to take that bro. a step further, Rod. It's mad expensive to move around. Why do I want to settle down and slow down at a young start a family at a young age? You know what I mean? Be broke forever. That's facts. (laughs) It's crazy. Shout out everybody that's in a you know mid to late twenties with kids and are very happy. Shout out to y'all. But kudos to y'all. I I couldn't do that. It's a lot of discipline. I couldn't do that shit. It's a lot of discipline. I'm not cheap enough for that. It's not even the money. It's still the fact that like you get. You get rid of, you have to think, you have to get rid of that going out mentality. Mm. You have to change your whole life and spend more money. You got to give up Miami. Yeah. And you're not doing that. It's Miami. Shut up, bro. Go with my kids. (laughs) My husband. But it's it's crazy. And I feel like, you know, we're between the ages of like, I don't know, let's say 24 and 28. We're stressed out. OD. crazy every day we don't want to climb the ladder we want to just go straight to that vp role Dead ass. because it's not be honestly like i want to grow my crib i need the bread yo and it's like i, I don't even care how much bread. stress just give me you the know what's money crazy? give me the money in the title you know what's crazy though i think as millennials too we get fixated on this idea that once we crack that dirty 30 or once we hit 30 it's like Damn, I don't have any more opportunity for growth. I need to do it all when I'm Legit. 20. Like I need to mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I'm I got my name on the door by the time I'm 27 because this person did it when he's 36 and I want to beat them. Right. Like, I, I, I don't know. That's really how we do think it's crazy. I don't know who set the number of 30 as like Scary. as like you know, my life is over. But legit like if I don't have my masters in like in the middle of buying a home by 30 like I don't know. I'm a failure. I'm I'm re- renovating my parents' basement. I'm living there forever. <laughs> Legit. Legit. I'm going to buy my daughter a car. Shout out, Noe. Come visit daddy whenever you want. So you're give her I'll her be a- in grandma and grandma's basement. <laughs> you're going to give her the, uh, the black car that she said I will have failed her, bro. I will nah, have failed her at that nah, point. That's a whole different ballpark. You have someone that is you have to push for. Right. But it's hella hard. Yeah. It's crazy hard. Like, kids are so... Expense. I love my daughter, 
But I gotta go get another pair of sneakers because she already outgrew the. But other see, pairs. you a Gaga though, and every time you pull up, you purposely point at Target like that's Target, and you and know you got to pull. She knows what in. happens when you go to Target. You a Gaga. And then she goes, "Let's go to Target," and you're like, "All right." And then she, she gets me. a whole case like, of things, and you're you're just yeah. She be playing me like Rod. Go to Target and purposely walk Spend by the doll aisle and, and point something out. Or no. castles, like she just goes over. No. There. What y'all want me to do, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, she's three and she's already familiar with the little dollar section that be in the front. Like, I don't care, bro. She's a dime, bro. Yeah, like, and then when you, she's 16, you, you would want to spend every dollar on her. Tell you, Dad, I want a Range Rover. And I'm going to get it. Um, You're wild. I'm going to get it for her. But you know what's crazy, though, to add on to that point, Rod, about jobs and working, especially as millennials. Um, and I would take it a step further. I think as Americans compared to. Uh, like Europeans, the mindset of work, not only do we have to push, 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 push for work, but, oh, damn, like I need my boss to see that I'm here working late. I'm working overtime. I'm stressed to the max. I'm working 40, 50 hours doing all that. Um, Like in my job, I talk to people all over the world. And so when I'm talking to Europeans and they're telling me like, yeah, I'm on vacation for like six weeks like I'm chill. Like they don't have that same kind of stress. It's it's crazy. I agree. I think it's um it's a lot it's a lot more cutthroat out here. It is. And um, especially, I just I keep bringing it back to Boston because that's what we know, right? Like Boston is not as easy. It's not as easy to break into the city nowadays to get like a good job facts, in the city. Bro, it's, it's facts. It's, it's, it's tough. tough. It's very hard. It's tough. And if you don't have an inside connect. A lot of times like you're, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, like if you don't if you don't have a, a a solid degree or some many years of work experience, and even if you have a degree, sometimes it's not enough. Facts. Bro. Like it's hard to break into a lucrative job out here. So when you do get in, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm, now that I'm, I'm here, staying here, now that I'm here, I'm staying here, and I need to do everything possible to move up because I I don't have time to take this low level salary. Nah. I need to move up because I want to have a house. I want a new car. Student I loans. I want student loans. Y'all don't even know, man. Pray for me. Y'all. I think we can have a whole episode on student loans. That's a fact. I don't even want to think about it right now. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't think it's, about that all anymore. It actually makes me sick. Um, literally it's so funny you mentioned that talking about like breaking into the like the 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 job market within the city um i think a lot of times too especially as minorities we have this tendency like you know my degree didn't come cheap i want to you know make sure like i'm getting you know uh, the best job opportunity xyz Mm -hmm. and like you said earlier people want to jump to the top you know sometimes you gotta pay your dues and you have to start small and grow so if that means that you got to take the lower end salary job, but you know this is a company or this is an organization or this is a industry that you could see yourself blooming in five, six years and they'll support you, you got to bite that bullet. Our thing is, is we're such a money woes generation. Like we want to be free of any, how do I say this, pecuniary anxiety. Like we don't want any debt or Anything over our head weighing on us. So we have to think like that. It's Because our parents didn't have that debt. Like, my father's mother bought her three family and the three family behind her in Dorchester for, like, 20 grand 
altogether. Fuck. And it's paid off, obviously. Right. She's like a now. G. What are you getting for twenty grand? A a, a car. A, a literally a two thousand fourteen car. If that. No funny shit depends on the model, my dude. Yeah, it has to be you the standard. Get, like if you'll get an 08, Don't like, go back and forth. No funny. You'll phone. get an 08 Acura TL, the one that I really loved. Everyone <laughs> like, loves that car. It's crazy. Everyone loves That's that car. That's the ultimate car. hood car, though. <laughs> it's just wild. Like you know, like we all want to, like we want equity, right? Like you know, we to live in Boston or shit. Not even living in Boston. Let's take it a step back. Living outside of Boston, so you got your Quincy's, your living in the East, Northeast, you know, New you're, England. Like on average, you're looking at like fifteen hundred rent, two oh my God. two grand rent for a two bedroom spot. I'd rather pay a mortgage. That's that much. And live twenty minutes outside the city. That's that much. But then when you look at the numbers and say the freaking housing market is. 94% higher than the national average. Yo. You're like, what am I doing? Wait, in Why? the bean? In the bean. Oh, that's fucking 94% wild. 94% higher than the national average. Bro. That's fucking so my thing is, of, is why? Outside of Hawaii and New York, Boston's up there. That's but, disgusting. But my thing is, is why? Is it because of the d- demand of the living? So they're going to just push it until people get out? It's... It's, it's, it's like a bubble, right? They're turning Dorchester and Roxbury into literally middle class... So they're they're bringing in, like white people just to make it appealing again, and then that all gentrification the gentrification process. Yeah, and then now minorities are gonna leave, and it's just gonna be like they're coming back to the suburbs right. because that's how it used to be. Yeah. It used to be all minorities in the suburbs, and then the opposite in the city, and now it's just going back to that. Well, it it's it's that inside out growth, right? So mm-hmm. Boston's already. Boston. It's already a metropolitan city, right? Cool. You got people that live in the downtowns, right? And Which the, I don't know how they the even value, afford it. The value of those homes I don't know how are growing. Either. But there's not enough space to put all the people that plug in all those those kids that want to live out there, right? So, okay, we can't necessarily do that. Let's put up a tower here. Facts. You got your Millennium Tower, right? Facts. Your new Millennium Tower. Then I think they have two more skyscrapers that they're trying to build to mm-hmm. connect Back Bay to downtown. So now it's like, you know what, man? I don't know why we took so long to realize this, but Dorchester's right next to the city. It is. Let's buy out all this property and rebuild it. Whoever lives out, let's push them out. Mm-hmm. Gentrification slowly it's happening, crazy. right? Roxbury is like... T-stop away from downtown. Why aren't we taking advantage of this? All right, boom, let's buy out this Let's buy out this apartment. Let's push these people out. And now you got people that are going out to the burbs a little bit more, and they're like, you know what? I could just take a mortgage and pay the same thing. Facts. Oh, you know what? This affordable housing falls on this this unit in, in the in the burbs. Let's move out here. So now you're Brockton. pushing. You've got your Brocktons, right? You Now you're pushing people out. Facts. You're pushing people out, pushing people out. So you take a city like Chelsea, Right, that is in the middle of a serious gentrification. Like mm-hmm. before, it was just a bunch of bloods and like low income cribs, and now people are just knocking down and rebuilding all these luxury apartments. Eastie is another example. Somerville. Somerville has it's turned into something like we Assembly can't. Row. Right, <laughs> completely brand new mall complex. You know, like we can't just chill out there anymore. Like. <laughs> So so now you're like, damn. So you are, now let's bring it back full circle, right? 
you take a step back. I damn, I can't just live in Dorchester anymore. I can't just be out here anymore. How else can I afford to live? I need to work more. So now you're talking longer hours, more stress, going back to school, even though it may not be financially the smartest idea, but I need this this little three three initials behind my last name so I can make some more money and maybe then I can afford it. But in the meantime, while you're going to school and while you're still trying to climb, the market is still climbing too. And that's not even a guarantee neither. It's crazy. It's not even Nothing a guarantee. is a guarantee. That's the craziest Nothing. part. It's it's just unreal. Like you look at the numbers and it's like living in Boston. Living in Boston, not Massachusetts, living in Boston is twelve percent higher than living in Mass. It's fucking crazy. So if you want to live in Boston, you're paying twelve percent more than the average person pays outside of Mass, outside of Boston. Right. So for the past couple minutes, I've been trying to find this article that I read. Not um, to mention sales tax is 22% higher. <laughs> My fucking God. That's, that's wild. Um, but I was trying to find this article, um, and I just found it. So it was this, this piece that I saw on Facebook, and it was like um, one-bedroom apartment averages. I think it was like Zillow. Oh, I remember this, yeah. Yo, in Cambridge, the <laughs> average for one-bedroom, one-bath, $2,800. Nah. Nah, bro. In Fall River, it is eight seventy five. That's un- I would never. That's not okay. River, like that's <laughs> not okay. And I'm sorry, you like. You I have get to it. think of the city though. Like, uh, that's Cambridge crazy, bro. In Fall River, Fall River is dirty. I know, I know. I'm just saying, but look at that range though. Like right after and, Cambridge. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's the de- that they're putting the prices up due to demand. People want to live luxury. People want to live in those cities. So tracks. they're like, well. If we put the price, you're gonna have to pay it because you want to live here. Right, but take a town like Sharon, mm-hmm. those that new luxury apartment they're building mm-hmm. right in the center on Main Street. Yeah. There, remember I was looking at the prices when it I was, was old at, school before. Yeah, what was it? It was like eighteen hundred to bedroom, live in Sharon, two bedroom. Yeah, yeah, like I'm good. And our taxes are through I'm the good. roof because we don't Unreal. have any establishment. It's just, it's just crazy to me because when I think about myself, I'm 25, right? And when I look at those numbers, and then I hear. I hear older people telling me, you know, when you're gonna settle down, when you're gonna, you know, start to, you know, think about a family. I'm like, yo, do I have time for that? Mm. Do I have time for that? Like, it's and crazy. Then you put in the crazy, aspect man. of like, we're so young and we want to travel. You oh, want to travel. You want to live your life. You want to enjoy your twenties. You want traveling is a thing now. It really is. It's, it's a the flavor of the now. month. Bro. I was just gonna say flavor that. Of the month. In the Time magazine article, it was a couple quick piece. Um, a couple quick points talking about marriage in 1975 there was about 8 out of 10 uh people were married before the age of by the age I'm sorry of 30 now in 2016 2017 8 out of 10 by the age of 45 oh my god so put that in perspective you know what i mean that's od put that in perspective and it it really sucks because as women we have time clocks of course so and it's, it's so crazy it's it's wonderful that you brought up that point because there was another piece where it said about, in 1975 again, 45% of women were homemakers. Now, 14%. Jeez. So, I mean, I think even though, like, the housing market is through the roof, especially, you know, here in Boston, I think there's there's all, there's some benefits, there's some pluses uh, through it. You see a lot more people working, things like that. But overall, those numbers to me, uh, I'm just like, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean... 
I don't see you don't. I mean, the employment unemployment I think was like five point six percent in mass, which is pretty high. Really? Yeah. Like ooh, in twenty sixteen? That's crazy. Five point seven percent in mass. That's OD, bro. That's OD. You know, and so people that are unemployed or making you know below a below the the city's average. You know they're they're doing the section eights, they're doing the affordable income, uh, they they're gonna get pushed out. Exactly. It, there's just more luxury apartments coming up. There's just more remodeling. You know, and then everything around it is organic or a Whole Foods or all Trader these Joe's. Gonna, all these people gonna end up in Rhode Island. Legit. And then they're gonna be like, uh, we should get on this bandwagon right. and start raising these prices. Right. Factual. There was a a house. A house in Cranston, Rhode Island, for two hundred thousand dollars. You yes. couldn't find that anywhere. a house on Boyles or an apartment in Boston for that much money. Exactly. On Boston Street, that's apartment. Unreal. That's, that's unreal. Crazy. That's unreal. A condo in Southie, seven hundred fifty-nine thousand dollars. Two bedroom, is... three bath. So, I just came back from Costa Rica, and uh, I sent these guys a snap of we went to go zip lining, and there was a just a villa across the street for like 600 grand a villa you didn't see my snap you yeah you did you never look at my data was bro. low this month relax bro. <laughs> my data was low cliff month. always going over can't the data pics, bro can't see snaps till 7 p.m <laughs> don't send cliff videos or pictures <laughs> like he ain't gonna look at it till next month but yeah i sent y'all a snap and there was a villa across I the street for 600 grand it was a little under 600 grand and it was like seven bedrooms like three bad when we're going up the mountain you so see deep. it dude and i'm talking to the guy uh costa the, rica money no nah, dollars oh dollars i was about to say um so i'm talking to the guy and he's like yeah man like you know the taxes out here like the electricity you pay like 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 annually he's like it would probably cost you like 130 u.s dollars to run electricity throughout like I'm talking leaving AC on every day. Thirty dollars. Yes, I'm leaving moving. AC on I'm every out, day, bro. I'm out, leaving bro. AC on every day. I'm and out. <laughs> being being out there was so dope because you don't realize how many people leave where they are to go to these third world countries and just invest in the property and the infrastructure. You have to. The dude, our Airbnb host, had seven different properties there. You have to. It's My cousin's unreal. doing that in. CV. Was he a, was he a local by the way? No, is he like a native? He, no, he's actually from Israel. Um, oh, he, he, oh, he did the out, smart thing. He was living out in L.A. Him and his wife got divorced, and he was like, I'm off, and he just never came back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's been there for 10 years. Uh, shout out to Ami. If you are on Airbnb, if you're going to be in Jocko, uh, Jocko, Costa Rica, check out Ami. Uh, he got the littest <laughs> two-bedroom, two-bath condo uh, with a pool uh, 10 minutes from the beach. Uh, he's lit. He's lit. <laughs> and and he'll, he, he'll my last point that I really do want to make <laughs> off of this whole people not wanting to go out and spend money and such is that now it feels like people don't even know how to talk to others. Mm. Mm. The behind the screen at all times, because mm. you're not out, you're just home on social media. Everybody's abstract. You're, you're, you're trying <laughs> to be abstract, but then when you go in person with them, they don't even know what abstract means. Right. I think that's twofold. Yeah, like, you, you want to be this creative person, but you don't want to go out and spend money. And then when you go on a date with somebody, you're like, who don't are you? Them, right? It's not even that. You don't even know how to genuinely have conversations. There's so many people that's on my Facebook, so many people on my Instagram that, like, 
the most you know fruitful, vibrant posts. Like the way mm-hmm. they talk is so crazy. But then and I pull up on them. I'm like, what's what's going on? And they're like, what? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Be- and I'm like, I get it because I'm a huge homebody. I re- I really rather be home. In- Are you sure about that? Really, Cliff? When do I go out? Girl, you love to be on the move. On the move, doing things not at a club or a bar. I'm saying like I like homebody things. Yeah, I like to go to a park. I like to running errands. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, I like to be home. Fine, I want to go to a movie. I want to go to a, a museum. Like small things like that. So I understand why people don't want to go out, but. I'm still going to hold a conversation with you. People now can't even talk. Facts. I think it's, one, social media consumes everyone's brain. And if you're not even heavy on social media, you're working. Yeah. Yeah. Like, And that's fair. Imagine our days, right? I get up, I either catch a 6.50 or a 7.30 train. Can't even make those. Um, Working until maybe 5.45, 5.15, if I'm feeling brave, I'm going to catch that 425 train. I'm still getting home at 515. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So now I'm home. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to eat and sleep. Facts. That's maybe, Cliff. Maybe <laughs> Cliff is a perfect example. So Cliff works like the most disgusting hours ever. Like <laughs> yes, Six to three. The other day, what time I caught the train? I think I caught the 650. I'm like, I knocked on Cliff's door. He was already gone. Like, like <laughs> yeah. already gone. So then I'm like. Damn, what time does kid get up to even? Like, you imagine you got a shower, brush your teeth. This kid's up at like five every day, four sometimes, to go call people in India and China and in and, and Europe. Shout out my guy, Push Pindar from India. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets home. He's still getting home around the same time as me. And I, and I knock back on the door like, yo, let's hit the gym. He's knocked out fully clothed. So Cliff is already asleep. Maybe he'll get up to eat. Maybe he'll get up to go to the gym or brush his teeth or take his clothes off. But <laughs> your day's already over. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you don't have the energy to just... It's never enough it's time so in the hard. day. You don't have the it's energy. It's hard. I literally push myself to work out after work. And even then... You've been good, though. I, like, I'll work out. And then I have to make myself meditate, which makes me more tired to the point... I'm asleep on my laptop. It's so funny. Like, my dad will have to knock on my door every morning and say bye to me to make sure I wake up for work. It's crazy. Real talk. Real talk. It's hard, man. And we try to find ways to keep up and, and try to find ways to make things fun. But, you know, especially like in the movies, too, when you think about it, like a working after work events and it's happy awesome. hour and stuff. It's nah, I'll be tired. Right? <laughs> wants to go. I'll be tired. Especially for us, because it's like we don't live in the city. So then we got to think, tired, I got to take that 845. I missed the 845. I got to take the 10 o'clock train. Right. And let's keep it. Let's keep it real. We're not going to go dolo. So we're going to wait for you know, our lady. We're going to wait for our boy. We're going to wait for whoever to, to pull up over right. there with us. And it's just like. It's just... Shout out to Gina because I work with her. We go everywhere together. <laughs> That's so clutch. I got no friends at work. <laughs> I don't talk to nobody. No, real talk. I mean, it's just all over the place. Nonetheless, fantastic conversation. As usual, we're going to be back. And I think we have some conversations about a potential guest. You'll is, see. That a, is that in the work? Kid, you love spoiling it, kid. My fault. <laughs> you know, I got to leave him with a little something. You know Damn, mean? kid. We couldn't just do it. No, it, now fault, y'all know. TBD, TBD. We'll put it that way. All right. All right, that's a wrap.